This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. So is this country facing a wave of terminations, people being fired as mandatory workplace vaccination policies come into effect? We know what's happening at, you know, many government levels. Some employers are bringing it, other institutions, things like that. And we know there are some people who will not be vaccinated. So ultimately, push will come to shove and people will lose their jobs. There's no doubt about it. How many it shakes out to in the end? remains to be seen, but there will be some for sure, and it, it could be a sizable number. So uh, what do we need to know, and uh, what are the legalities surrounding this? We're going to chat now with Howard Levitt, who is the senior partner with Levitt Shake Employment and Labor Law. Uh, Howard, thank you for your time this morning. Really appreciate well, you joining us. Me. Of course. Okay, when we're talking about this, I guess the numbers remain to be seen, but as, as a labor lawyer, are you hearing from your colleagues and are you hearing within your firm that there are people that are definitely reaching out and saying, hey, I'm losing my job because I'm not vaccinated? It's just beginning to start because, frankly, there aren't many companies who have yet required vac- or compulsory vaccinations in terms of employment. Most have said you've got a couple of weeks or you've mm-hmm. got a month, and then, then we may require it. But what I say to them is you might not have a case. That's because, the thing, right? Yes, because I think employers have a stronger argument than employees on this subject. Look, COVID has devastated our psychology, our sociology, our lifestyle, our economy, workplaces everywhere. It's just had devastating impact in terms of mental health. And employers have a legal obligation to keep the workplace safe. Simple as that. Occupational Health and Safety Act and common law obligation to keep the workplace safe. The best way to keep the workplace safe is mandatory vaccinations. That's just a fact. So if you say you have to be vaccinated, employees say, well, I won't be, and you have to terminate them, Who's the court going to side with? I think probably the employer. What what will be the determining factor? I mean, the rights of employment versus, as you say, the employer does have an obligation. You know, if they've got 99 people in their office who are vaccinated and they've got one who isn't, the 99 should outweigh it in terms of the public health risk, right? Well, I'm not sure if I do it on a pure arithmetical basis that way, but yes, it, the 99 versus one simply means that there's one. There's not very many people to potentially terminate. Right. But uh, if and you can argue if 99 are vaccinated, it's not much of a public health risk. But the employer wants to say we want everybody vaccinated because we want to be able to tell our customers everyone's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about coming here. That's one thing. We want vaccinated people coming in and maybe you'll contract some code from them, which although you may not get sick, you may pass it on to your kids or someone else. And and it's not absolute immunity, vaccines. It's largely immunity. So if you want to avoid risk entirely, require vaccinations. It's the gold medal standard. So if an employee is going to say, I refuse to vaccinate, and they don't have a medical or creed exemption, and those are very, very, very narrow, then I don't think courts can be very sympathetic. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's what it'll come down to, the battle of the individual rights versus the right to providing a, work, a safe workplace and, 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 yes. and doing right. their business, you right? It. You're right. And privacy rights, you can argue, versus safety rights. And safety trumps privacy every time at law.
Okay. Um, what about, and I know there was some distinction when this all started, there was some discussion about, you know what, if you put that in as a qualification for employment before you hire somebody, no worries, no problem. But if you bring it in after the fact with somebody who is already working for you and changing the terms of their employment, that could be a little trickier when it comes to the legality of it. Well, look, there's no issue whatsoever if you make it a condition of employment, again, subject to a medical or creed exemption, which are very narrow. But it's yes, you can't generally change terms of employment, but the fundamental term of employment is a safe workplace. So you already have a legal contract with your employee, even if it's not in writing, to maintain a safe workplace, because that's written in by statute into every contract. So you're not really changing a term of employment. You're simply... um, finding a route to enforce that contract. So I don't think that's a very strong argument, that it's a change of terms of employment and therefore a constructive dismissal. I think that's a weak argument. Lawyers might be saying that in order to try and get business, but right. they won't, they won't, the business won't last very long if the first <laughs> case loses um, and has to pay a lot of legal fees for nothing. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. <laughs> Is there a difference between, I know governments are bringing this in because they have the ability to do that. Some private employers are, some aren't. Is there a difference between um, a government agency bringing this in versus a private, do the private entities have a little more leeway in this regard? Well, I think maybe the other way around. Okay. If you're the Parliament of Canada, you can legislate it. You can legislate that everyone has to be vaccinated, even if they work from home. A private employer could never do that because it's totally unreasonable. What do you care if somebody working from home is vaccinated or not? They're not interacting with anyone else. If you try and impose that as a private employer, you're going to lose any dismissal case. If you say that as a, as a government, a government with legislative authority, I mean, like the legislature of Alberta or like the Parliament of Canada within your particular domains, well, you can't, you can't win a case if your legislation permits the employer's conduct. Gotcha. Okay. And we just got a text and this is, you know, I guess it's the point. It says in this case, governments and businesses can impose any dictum they want. All they have to do is frame it as health or safety issues, um, which I guess is true. But, you know, when it comes to law, we often look at precedent. Is there precedent? I mean, there has to be some sort of threshold they have to meet, right? Well, if you're talking about legislation, there's no threshold. Parliament can be arbitrary if it wishes to. A parliament can do anything. There's only charter protection against legislation, and this readily doesn't impact the charter because it's, uh, other than, again, medical and creed exemptions, which are there anyway. So employers have to be reasonable in terms of their policies, not so much government. But it is reasonable. That's the point. It's not reasonable to say people working from home have to be vaccinated. That's ridiculous. What, what do you care? But it is reasonable for an employer to say, you can't opt out by working from home. We want you at the office. We require you to attend the office. The employee says, well, I won't be vaccinated, so therefore I want to be accommodated by working from home. And the employer can say, absolutely not. We want you here, and we want you vaccinated here. So what are you predicting? We're hearing a wave of terminations and all kinds of legal challenges. Ultimately, will that first case be the test, and then after that, everything goes away? Are you expecting this to be something that dominates our courts going forward? I think it's lawyers trying to create business for yeah. themselves, making these predictions of massive waves of terminations and lawsuits. You have to be prudent. I would say to any employee coming to my office, 
issue a claim within the two years, then hold off. Wait until somebody else is depressed. You don't want to waste a lot of money on this because you're probably going to lose. And then you'll not only pay my cost, you'll pay the employer's cost. Right. I mean, that's the other side of it, right? I mean, the, the money can add up in a hurry. Oh, you go to trial on this and, and you argue constitutional issues, you're going to be into hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. <laughs> hey, Howard, good question from somebody. Uh, last one, I'll let you go. Uh, if you do get sacked because you refuse to get vaccinated, all the other you know, conditions applying to termination of employment would be there. Severance, all the rest of that stuff. None of that changes, right? No, no, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying if you get sacked, you don't have to, you won't get any severance. Really? Why? There's no issue of firing someone and that's paying cost. severance. That's, that's easy. I'm saying I think this is cause if you refuse to vaccinate. Interesting. Okay. And wow. You're, and, you're in an, and if you work in a location or environment or in a job where you have close contact with other people, whether they be coworkers, customers, members of the public, I think it is cause to not vaccinate. Look, there's no case on point, but that's my best view based on based on general press and the public safety issues in the workplace. The courts are siding with the employers on these things, generally. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Great insight. Howard, thank you so much for joining us today. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate your time. That's Howard Levitt, senior partner with Levitt Shake Employment and Labor Law.